Why does she say it like that? I don't know. Hello. Um, hello. And this... Uh, yeah, excuse me, who's a little wait? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to put my phone down. You know what? Also, wait, put down your breakfast because we're not here to do breakfast time. Yeah, that's true. Um, Hello and welcome to Canterbury. Who's to join in? Ah, wow. This is is the Michelle and and Beyonce show. (laughs) Wait, why are you instantly giving yourself Michelle? Why not Kelly? Because, I don't know. I feel like Michelle, I resonate. You know what? I'm just going to leave this. I feel like I'm going to take over the live right now. We're kind of doing a little bit of an Instagram live. Yeah. To kind of give you a a shout of what goes on while we pre-record in the studio. Uh So, yes. Hi, I'm Blessing. And um, today is known, not even today, this past week has been a week of musical blessings. Hmm. No pun intended. So thank you, Beyonce, for what all, kind of all music? that you've given. Oh, Beyonce only? Not only Beyonce, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's who I'm thanking for the music that she has gifted. Hi, everyone. My name is Omalade, and it is my birthday month. Ow. When this comes out, when this comes out, it's my birthday month. We're still in April. Yeah, we're still in April right now. But when it comes out, it's my birthday month. So, ayo. This is coming out on a Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday is the 30th of April. Wow. Wow. Well, okay. And Nisha and Dami are not able to be here today, but we love them dearly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is Canterbury, and this is a show where we talk about our life experiences as BAME students here in the quaint little town of Canterbury. So for those of you who still might not know what the acronym means or what it stands for, it is Black, Asian and Minority Ethnic. And this show aims to be a platform for those who often feel that they're not represented and those of you who want to learn and listen about our experiences. So if you feel that you want to follow the conversation today, please check out our Twitter at Canterbury. Our Instagram at Canterbury, and you know maybe you want to feel, comment and be shady about Omalade's constant breakfast eating Honestly. in the studio because all I can hear in the background is put, her pushing the cereal to the back of her mouth. I am putting it away. I'm this sorry. is a breakfast I'm sorry. time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so soggy. Okay, yeah, it's gonna go soggy. That's why I it told you matter. don't warm the milk because we're, we're not it doing breakfast. I know it doesn't matter. It okay. doesn't matter. All right. The funny thing is, I actually had a blueberry muffin on my so way as well. Why? So no, because I had to. I had to. I had to basically buy something in order to have coins to pay for the bus and uh, well my contest has stopped working because oh, I'm, I'm broke sorry, I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry all, all I'm hearing are these what are these excuses that doesn't mean just because you bought it doesn't mean you need to eat it now oh no 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 it doesn't but I was hungry so, um, so you can wait till after we're done recording I could. you can even eat a few dry before we start again on the mic oh, well, okay Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry right. blessing. Oh, wow. Okay, you guys are really shaming me. All right. Um, okay, well, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. 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 Listen that's to this preview. episode later. Yeah, that's a preview of what we actually um, do. So, what? <laughs> we had one viewer. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, today's topic, we're going to be discussing it. three special little words. Um, pay me. No, it's not a JK. Um, <laughs> we're going to be discussing I love you. I love you. L I ain't going to stop loving you, girl. You, okay. Apparently, uh, the most powerful words in the world. Wow. The those three little words, and we're going to be discussing the t- the importance of them in our lives, and maybe the lack of importance that they play in our lives. Mm-hmm. Do you consider these words important? Are they a big deal? Or are they not? Mm-hmm. Um. So today we are joined by a very special guest. Oh. She's a veteran here yes. in the Canterbury 
show. Mm -hmm. She be here mm -hmm. filling in, mm -hmm. doing her own thing. Mm -hmm. Don't know why she still hasn't had her own radio show, but you mm -hmm. know, that's a question for outside the studio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have Sophie. 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 Hello, guys. Welcome back to my channel. Uh -oh. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> she actually has her own YouTube channel, but this, is not, the, her YouTube this is not the place or the time to promo yourself. I feel like we would like to be in the vlog that you're going to post so you can I use mean, this as a vlog session. Exactly. You, you really know, could, to be honest. I mean, I am, I, am, I am actually glistening today. Oh, so, okay, okay. okay. Canterbury ladies. Hey. Say hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello to the vlog. Hello. What, do we, what do we exactly right, say? Right, so let's get back to the okay. actual show. <laughs> um, so we have Sophie here, and we're going to ask her Nisha's favorite question, though I'm sure if you've listened to the show before, you know the answer. Sophie, where are you really from? I'm from Nigeria. Hey. We currently live in Lagos, and hey. my dad is from Ijebu, Ishiwa. Ooh, hey. Whoever hmm. knows about Ijebu, Gary, uh, come at me with some... Gary, so that, that we can make some amber. No, 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 no. Ghana Gary is the yellow one. No, Ijebu Gary okay. is the white one. There's one that's yellow in Nigeria. I think it's the Ibo's um, Gary because, well, I lived in Bini, and like I always used to have my Eba used to. Oh, yeah, my Eba used to be like yellow as mm. opposed to white. Mm. I think mm. it's Ibo. I don't know. You might be right. There's Ghana Gary. My mom oh, really? sells Ghana Gary, and then she sells Ijebu Gary. Mm. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? They have the grains a bit different and the colors different as well. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. I'll bring in some samples. Mm. Um, so Nisha has kindly given us a few words. Uh, oh, I, I don't. Okay, and also Omalade, I think. Yes. So, so <laughs> yeah. So if you want to read out, when I actually like, well, when I co-prepped the episode, well, the 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 today's episode with blessing doing majority of the work and me just putting copying and pasting stuff in but basically when so I short, I know I know I know yeah it's no okay. well, you did most of it blessing okay so basically when I saw that today's episode was I love you I then remembered a book that I was reading and I think I must have mentioned it a few episodes ago mm. called um um all about love by bell hooks and I was like oh there's actually so many key things that she says in that book that would um resonate a lot with the discussion today so i just kind of copied and pasted some key things so um i think like to kick off the episode of like love you, you kind of have different interpretations of how love is said in different languages so like in italian is tiamo um swahili is nakupenga penda in bulgarian it's opichante okay oh. okay okay <laughs> i did not know that i, I wrote i wrote in yoruba it's ife and I don't know other languages, but if you guys have any other like interpretations of love and how it's said in your languages, you know, at us and let us know how it's said. But yeah, that was just really it. And I'll 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 actually like say some key quotes from the book as well to like kind of keep the conversation going. But like the first quote that I had was just like love between men and women and how uh, men theorize about love, but women are more often love practitioners and most men feel that they receive love and therefore they know what it feels to be loved. Women often feel we are in constant state of yearning, wanting love, but never receiving it. Oof. I really like I really liked I really liked that quote. And it's like in the first chapter of her book. I oh. thought it kinda summed a little bit of romantic love but we won't focus too much on romantic love because there's also other forms of like I think what I wanted to talk about is rom it's not just romantic mm. love like you're saying but mm. also the more so the three words, words. i love you because mm. 
um, I was listening to a podcast and it reminded me of something that I've actually wanted to write on or speak on for a while. Okay. Um, so the podcast is called The Stoop and it was actually recommended okay. by one of my co-workers because her friend hosts it. And um, it's a really cool podcast. It's hosted by this black uh, American woman and this uh, Muslim American woman. And mm. every week they have different episodes where they kind of like talk in the stoop. So the stoop mm. is like the doorway of like a Brooklyn like apartment or flat. Mm-hmm. And basically people usually sit there and talk through discussions and like have a thing. So their whole concept is the fact that they like sit they sit and their their shows about discussing things. So mm-hmm. one episode they had was the about like how love is expressed. Okay. And the Muslim American woman, uh, she was talking about how in her household they never really said I loved you. Mm. They said a variation of something. I think it was like peace be with you or whatever. Mm. And that reminded me of how in my house we don't really say I love you. We say God bless you. Mm. And it just made me think because for a while I remember like growing up and thinking, is it weird that my that I don't say I love you in my house? So that's something I wanted to bring to. The the show today I wanted to discuss um, the idea of I love you and whether that plays like an important those words play an important role in like your life so do you guys say I love you to your family or to your friends I won't lie to be if I'm being fully honest we only just started not just started but like I think it was 18 when my mom actually like said she loved me like the words Uh, but you always know that they love you like you like they might not say it to you, but you you always know that they they you what I mean you would hope that they would love you. So like you always know that they love you anyways. Like you know I think I don't want to I don't want to just lessen it down to like African parents, but example African parents most times people say that they show love in different ways. So mm. let's say that your um, mom like shouts at you or something, and then you're angry with her, she will probably like text you or come and take food or something. That's like her yeah. way of like saying I love you or like your dad you know asking you to come and. I don't know, give him the remote control or something. It was like a way of like saying, oh, you know, we're cool now and we're fine. Those are like ways that they express love, even though it's not like, you know, like hugging you or like, you know, being like, it's not like an action for them. They see those actions as like a way of showing that they love you. You see, the problem with that is that it gives you such a skewed perception Mm -hmm. of what love is supposed Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. in terms of the relationships you tend to make with people outside of your family. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that because going back to the book as well, Bell Hooks actually says that um, how punishment, so like hitting kids is like a way that parents show love. And like I think I quoted something as well. I think I also wrote something as well where she basically says that um, like it's so strange how like, wait, scroll down. Sorry. It's so strange how like um, in early adolescence when we are whipped or told that these punishments are for our own good and I'm just doing this because because I love you, um, her and her siblings were like confused and why like harsh punishments were like gestures of love. And even though, and also those things can be very, very damaging in the sense of like, um, there can be men and women who might go into relationships where they're being um, abused and see that as like, oh, a way of the other person expressing love to them. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think... Um one thing that I've always had like that has always been like a big um red flag in terms of like using punishment as mm. always say Ian I'm doing this because I love you is like it kind of some for some people it does bring up with this idea like I, I mean that pain and love go mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. I mean my parents have never said as they like have spanked me or whipped me is like 
this is I'm doing this because I love you because in my head I feel like I'd be like what do you mean because you love me you're, you're beating me yeah <laughs> and I don't like that cor- I don't like that correlation when people say that and I can imagine how damaging that would be to someone if they were hearing the words I love you while they're f- receiving physical punishment there's some parents actually quote like bible scriptures whenever they're they're like hitting their kids so mm-hmm. like this is specific bible scripture there's about um, oh my gosh the lashes or something yeah, oh yeah. Uh, spare the rod yeah, and spare the yeah, spare the rod and spoil the child. Yeah. They always quote that Bible scripture until they finish beating you. Yeah. <laughs> I can just hear you're crunching it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Put, 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 give me the weight. Give me the Sorry. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is like the point where I go like, I do this because I love it. <laughs> I told you not to. What is Oh, okay. Nice. It says, I know that. I like the shirt. It says, come dust. <laughs> you were about to say it, were yeah, you? Yeah, it <laughs> Um, yeah, so I actually feel like I need to read this book because you always keep recommending yes. it. Yes, no, I'm and sorry. I, n- everybody, I never... Everybody needs to read this. It's not just about, like, um, romantic love, but it actually explores the whole idea of love. Mm. So even just not, like, um, romantic love, but it talks about, like, how we as human beings are taught love and how we're shown love and how love is interpreted in our adult adulthood life. And she even talks about, like, her experiences while growing up and how she like how um the way that she's been brought up is like influenced the way that she loves and one thing like one key thing that she says is that the first place we actually um learn what love is or experience love or even like have an idea of what love is is our family mm. so that's like that's like the root core of where we learn love and I, i'm so happy that as well that we're discussing like like the whole idea of like i love you in your in your family because that's that's kind of where you start off in terms of knowing how to treat people, that's where you learn, you know, a lot of your values. That's how you. That's how you learn a lot of, um, like, just just things that you know in life. That's that. Like your family is who kind of makes you who you are. Not only family, but there's also popular media, like films yeah. and television. Mm. They like give this sense of what love is or what mm. love should be. Because I definitely remember watching films from Disney Channel and thinking when I got older that Disney Channel lied to me because mm. I didn't have my Troya Gabriella moment oh. Uh, oh <laughs> in high school. Or because my parents weren't like the sit down and talk with you mm. type about like this is why you've this is why this has happened and mm. I'm sorry that this has happened and you know I mm. accept you and love you and all mm. this. Like we didn't have any big touchy feeling family moments and whenever we did it felt a little bit weird. <laughs> so <laughs> It was never like a Disney Channel mom and dad sitting down and like holding your hands and being like, we love you, blessing. And whatever you do, you can never disappoint us. I mean, they said it in so many words, but it's never anything like that. So Mm. I think as well as your family giving you a sense of what love is, there's also when you feel when you see what your family do, but also there can sometimes be a contrast when you see what is spread out as like in general popular media because those aren't realistic depictions of family mm. I mean I'm sure some families sit down and have like hand holding circles and mm. you know work through their feelings mm. but I don't think that is a re- it's always that's a film that's a TV show that's mm. not always going to be everyday life for people and when somebody goes grows up and is like oh maybe this is how I should be and if they try and emulate that I mm. feel like that can be kind of destructive in a way because if you're trying to emulate being a TV mom a TV dad a TV boyfriend a TV girlfriend Mm-mm. you're actually being you you're, in a relationship yeah. mm. That's true. Mm. I mean, I was gonna say that that I, I was gonna say that there are there are probably some families out there who, you know, well, who probably sit down with their kids and talk to them and like treat them as oh, like yeah no like, of course, yeah yeah because yeah. I I don't know that that's the idea I would want to have when I have kids one day like 
I don't want, really want to be doing the whole punishment thing, if I'm being fully honest, or like hitting kids or smacking them, because I don't really see what benefit that really does. You're just like, you're just kind of hitting them and saying, you know, you've done something bad rather than like hitting them. Why don't you actually have a conversation with them and say, you've done something bad, this is what's going to happen. Or even like just using other forms of punishment, maybe going to your room and you know, taking away your iPhone or something, mm. or just other forms of like punishment that doesn't have to involve you making the person cry or making the person feel pain in order for them to learn that something is bad. Ooh, mm. this kind of takes us down another segue. Oh, I, will you guys uh, use physical punishment in terms of your parenting? Would I use Like, would you spank body? your children? Like, Sophie, would you, do you think? I mean, I don't think I'll spank my children. Like, you can always, like, tap their hand if mm. they no. touch something that they're not supposed oh. to touch, mm. you know? But, like, a tap on the hand is really just... I feel like that's the most for me. Mm. I feel like it's important to obviously just have, like, open conversations mm. with your kids if you do have kids mm. so that they know, like, the boundaries, what they can do, what they can't do. Mm. Like, there's always a healthy way to work around things rather than just beating your kids mm. because at the end of the day, they might not know why something is wrong. And if you don't really explain it and just say it's wrong and then yeah. there's no justification for it, mm. you know, that's where there's a problem that arises, I, think I guess. I think that's also an internal conflict that most kids also have as well is that, they're told something is wrong, but they don't know why it's wrong. And then mm. maybe they get older and then try and do those things and then learn why that thing is wrong. But because at the time when they did it the first time, they were not told why something was wrong and why they shouldn't do it. And mm. yeah, it just kind of it, it, it kind of creates that internal conflict in you in that you're 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 told that something is wrong. Or you're told that you should never do something. But then you're like, why shouldn't I do it? I feel like I'm taking this out of um, context. context or to- the topic that we're on right now. Mm. But no, like something I was thinking about just like yesterday was that how most Nigerian parents, because I'm Nigerian, I'm just saying Nigerian, but I assume Mm. with African parents or even like BME, BAME, like families and stuff, like you don't discuss the topic of sex and you Mm. don't talk about relationships or anything. Mm. Now, one thing your parents will will tell you when you're growing up is, oh, you don't need a boyfriend or you don't need a relationship, you know, just focus on your education. They won't inform you about... um, about sex they won't mm. tell you how people get pregnant you won't like you won't learn none of that you have to go figure that out on your own mm. and they feel like the simple advice of don't don't have boyfriends will stop you from carrying child you I know don't, i don't understand that because then there's the jump so the minute you hit after you hit don't have boyfriends at some point they'll be like so where's the husband <laughs> what do you mean i thought i wasn't meant to have a boyfriend scratching my head. like my parents were never my parents have thankfully never gone where's the husband they've always been like job education that's your priority wow. don't have a boyfriend and Must i'm thankful nice. for that because <laughs> <laughs> my mom has been saying oh yeah you're gonna sorry not to like stop you it's okay blessing, do you think but one thing that always irritates me is that, and I pray to God my mom doesn't listen to this. No, it's okay. <laughs> but it's like one thing that always like kind of irks me is the fact that like when she's praying for me, and, she, and I always appreciate her prayers, is that there will always be a prayer about finding a husband, and I'm just like, I'm just 21, I'm just a baby girl, like I'm just a baby girl, I'm just a baby girl, like can you leave me? No, but it's just, and it's mad as well because she's the one that's been telling me never to have a boyfriend or mm. like men are this and men are that, and now you're really praying for me to have a husband and it's like can we just relax relax <laughs> relax <laughs> mommy relax. relax it's actually yeah. it, it, so kind of going off that is like you were saying Sophie about like not having relationships not having talks about sex and relationships among amongst like our experiences with African parents I think that's also one example of um 
their maybe a version of their thinking like love because mm. in their mind they're like oh you don't need to know about that version of love because mm. that's something you will learn yourself but mm. I think it's very important for a parent to have discussions. I mean, you don't need to go Honestly. in depth, mm, but you yeah. need to have discussions with your child about what a good relationship is, mm. what a loving relationship is, or maybe and maybe what like how how not maybe not how exactly to have sex, but you know mm. what what is right and what is wrong. I think mm-hmm. the problem is I see just oh my god, I don't even silently the corner. It's just so you can when you finish, that can go. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think um, the problem is that there's this idea that you will learn that on your own mm. and i don't think that's the right way to go because yeah. if you just say oh the child learn that on their own you have no guarantee as your parent your job is also to guide the child even in like those uncomfortable things that you may not think that you necessarily need to guide them on mm. because if you aren't guiding someone i mean somebody's gonna find the lessons from somewhere else and they mm. might not be the right pl- person yep, to learn exactly. the lessons from like exactly. your kids could really go through trauma through like meeting very toxic people who have brought toxic energy into their lives Mm. and because they don't know what to do because you haven't given them any advice Mm. and they don't even feel comfortable going to you with whatever issue Mm. it is that they're dealing with like Mm -hmm. you know it just causes more pain Mm. and suffering on the child which Mm. is just really bad i was gonna say that um i was gonna ask a question and say that do we think maybe the reason why um these lessons might not be taught to us by our african parents is because maybe they themselves don't even have examples of what love is or had um examples of how love should be and i'm talking about in the family context in terms of even in relationships as well even in sometimes marriage as well where sometimes some people could just get married just for the sake of oh i got pregnant so i had to get married to your dad or um due to circumstance i had to just kind of settle do you think that might maybe that might also be the situation as well i mean i would say of course they don't like i can clearly see that with my parents relationship as well like just mirroring their own marriage and their own relationship i know that's nothing like anything that i would want to seek in life in terms of finding a romantic partner and being in a partnership would be nothing like the relationship that my parents have and it's evident in a lot of relationships and i think it's kind of sad for some people because not everyone will i guess look outside of the box of their family dynamics so some people are stuck in that circle so when they are encountered by people who remind them of maybe a relationship that is toxic that they're aware of already they might just engage in that which Mm. is very harmful Mm. to them so that's true that's 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 definitely true as well you especially what you said about how people engage in toxic relationships that somewhat look similar to what they've had before that's definitely true um, I can't speak from personal experience, but I do know that there are some women who settle with like guys who don't treat them as well because they feel like that's how men are meant to treat women. Mm. Or there are guys who um, be with women who are not treating them very well because they exp- that th- they think that's how women are meant to treat men. But really and truly, that's not healthy. Yeah, it's not. It's like you have men who suppress women. Basically misogynists. We're just going to say misogynists. Mm. Like, I listen, if you're a misogynist, don't even come my way. I don't (laughs) want to know anything. But, like, especially within, like, our culture and stuff, misogyny is very present. Mm. So in terms of, like, getting married, you know, somebody has to pay your bride price. Mm -hmm. As in, am I an object? Oh, my God. You know what? Am I I a possession? I have so many feelings towards that. Because even mm. walking the woman, the father walking the woman Mm. down the aisle is Mm. literally, historically, is about giving away the bride now Mm. to go into this other man's home. Mm. And I have so many mixed feelings about, like, in the future, if my dad will walk me down the aisle, because I'm like, I'm not 
something you owned for me to give for you to mm-hmm. now give me away. I understand the symbolism of what it is now, mm-hmm. but still yeah. in my head, I can't lose that because it's again misogyny. It's all rooted in misogyny. Even mm. marriage as an institution. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I don't need to go there right now. No, like it. It really it hurts me and. It doesn't sit well with me at all just because like I see myself as an individual and I would like other people to see myself as an individual. I would like my parents to see me as an individual. And it's it's very conflicting because society tells you you're an individual. But in that family unit of where people are supposed to love you and, you know, where you're you're supposed to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and where you're supposed to be your most vulnerable vulnerable self you're not seen as an individual you're seen as like a possession mm-hmm. or an object and that's where it becomes a problem like pe- oh sorry no no, carry no on. i was just gonna say like if you're a parent and you have kids you need to let your children know that they are individual beings because like a lot of parents they live vicariously through their children which is a very bad thing because you know, your kids might not want to do the things that you want them to do, you know. And it's it's very understandable that you want your kids to have the opportunities that you didn't have. But even with the opportunities they have, they will be able to discover themselves because they're individual beings. They're not like a reincarnation of yourself as people. I think I I, I, I think every parent, regardless of if even us as well, I'm probably sure there's, there there's going to be a day where we also have kids as well. And we want them to have opportunities or um live their life the way that we we like kind of not make mistakes that we made and obviously that's that's fair on our part as well but we also have to understand that kids also have to make mistakes or have to go through things to kind of learn lessons in life i was just um thinking maybe it would be a good idea to also talk about the idea of i love you as just a a term we say with friends as well because as well as familial love uh, we also you know friendship love and everything that comes with and I think um, one thing that's interesting is that the the way that uh, those words I haven't said them with my family as much like occasionally we threw them out there or it's like we tested it out (laughs) and it always goes back to God bless you Um, um I always felt a bit weird with saying the words I love you. So with friendships, it was not something that I just threw around. So yeah. when I remember one time, uh, Nisha, when if she was here, she could uh, attest to this. Like she would, she's a very like affectionate person yeah. with her words. So she mm. would be always say, okay, blessing, bye, I love you. And I'd be like, okay, bye, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> because in my head, I just I've I've placed this kind of importance in the to those words, which seems a little bit silly because I guess they're just words. But I've always thought that they're 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 kind of powerful, and I don't want to just be throwing the phrase around. I think I was going to say that even though they're just words, I think those words also have actions with it as well. So you can't just say I love you and then just leave it as that with the words. But it's it's action, and I think that's what um where the definition of like love isn't just um like a noun it's actually a verb as well it's like a you you have to do it like before you, the word love there was love but through actions not words mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. oh sorry <laughs> okay. and, yeah. and this isn't to say that i don't love nisha because i love nisha and i think that's one thing that it it, it takes time for me to not only feel the word love and say the word love but also for it to be an actual thing as well mm. so it's not like i can just be like i love you and like Ah, that's it. I don't mm-hmm. want to just throw it around because if I'm saying it to you, it's because I truly feel it towards mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that was my little take on, like, saying I love you to friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have any um, opinions or thoughts on that. 
I love you guys. Love the yeah. group chat. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, because always... like sometimes you sit there and you're just thinking, wow, you know, I have a safe space. Yeah. I have really good yeah. people around me, yeah. and yeah. like these people are just so good for me. Like yeah. you, you know, you love the energy mm. and everything about the people that yeah. you mm. surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll know when you love the group of people that you're around. Yeah, I think it's I, 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 okay. Maybe using also our friendship group as like an example as well. I do know that we all love each other and like we show it in the way that we speak to each other. Even in moments where someone is feeling low, we all gather around and like talk about it or like give advice. And we I think those those are like beautiful moments that I always appreciate so much in the fact of like when someone is feeling low or even not when someone is feeling low, when someone is having um, a, a, a period in their life where they're having such an amazing time, everyone is like bringing, um, you know, like motivational words words of affirmations and i think that's that's what love is like mm. someone continuously encouraging you at your low period at your high periods and like conti- continuously like giving you words of affirmation i yes. think that's that's what's so beautiful and i think even those things as well those acts are meant to be shown as well whether in romantic whether in your family those are things that are meant to be shown and, and it's so great as well that all of us and our friendship group are able to experience that whether whether it's from our friendships or um, whether it's like romantically I'm just so grateful that we're all able to experience what love should be and how you should be treated mm. and I think what's so sad is the fact that not many people are fortunate enough to have people around them to show them that this is how you should be treated so oh, yeah okay. um, I think one thing I really liked about what you just said is that um love is it's not just about it's about the showing as Mm. well as like the actual like saying Mm. of the word Mm. so one thing i thought that was good is that um sorry i lost my train of thought um the thing that just really sparks my mind is the fact that you can love like you can your parents can like show you your love Mm. or your family can show you like their love but the absence of maybe even saying the words can also have an effect mm. whereas also if somebody says the words i love you but the action a- absence action. of the action mm. also has an effect mm. so i think like you and sophie were saying it's a verb and a noun it has to be something that they work together you can't mm. just be either, you can't just be doing one mm. and not the other mm-hmm. and i think it's important that there's that balance because it's not it, it's it can leave someone with a sense of, oh, I have to do more to even earn mm, the words mm-hmm. or I have to do more for you to show me the action. Mm. I think there's also that sense of fear as well at times, whether even in romantic settings or even like in friendships to actually say you actually love someone because it's like, I think even if I, I personally feel like people um, overhype the word to the point where it becomes very scary, but it shouldn't be such a scary thing. Yeah. It should just be something that should just be so commonplace, but mm. people are so afraid to... Um, show love or to express love because of the fear of being rejected or the fear of um, being disappointed and I think that as well I know it's triggered sorry yeah my yeah. heart was just like Oof. yeah but like love is a very scary thing I will not lie mm. and I'm not even talking about romantically but I'm even talking about even in your family as well where you know there are people who have become estranged and those are the people who are like your family admits people who love you but they've abandoned you and it's like that's like a form of rejection and it's like having to deal with that but I also feel like everyone has to experience those form of rejections as well to kind of eventually determine what love is and how to accept love Mm, I agree I definitely agree Mm. I think um, one thing that also we should touch on is the idea of like the other kind of phrasings of the word so Mm. like when you say you have love for somebody or Mm. like there's love there instead Mm. of I love you is that maybe any more or less like serious do you think um, I don't know, to be honest. I mm. mean, 
in my experience whenever I've like said I love you to someone it's not something I easily say like from the get-go or like I think it's something that I feel like I ha- it has to I have to be very very certain and I also have to be I also have to be very sure that not only do I love this person but I'm willing to invest time and effort into this person to the point where like it doesn't feel like um a chore but it, it, it's it's part of my life so yeah I don't I don't know I feel like I didn't answer your question but I really d- no, I, I appreciate that. I, to be honest, I think it's a good time to take a break and we'll mm. come back to the question and the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys in a little bit after the break. I've never heard that song before. I don't think I have. Mm. Yeah. It's Lauren Hill and Bob Marley, Time yeah. the Lights Down Low. Ooh. Ooh. And we have been joined <laughs> back again by our special, special fave. Yes. And our other co host, Nisha. The A in Canterbury. Hey. How Hi. you doing, babe? How am I doing? How um, are you? I'm okay. I love I, your outfit. Yeah. Thank you. I really like it. Are you ready to talk about I love you with us? Oh man, I love you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's hop right this into is, it, in fact. Let's, let's just jump so in. Let's just jump wow. back in. Let's so literally in. right before the break, we were talking about um the like love and the idea of like how there there can be different ways of saying I love you or like you have love for someone or Mm -hmm. other little phrases and whether that puts less or more importance on the phrase and I think I remember I was even telling the guys about how you used to always say you, I love you to me and I would always be like okay I love you or something oh wait no you would be like me too or yeah you were right that's, that's the things that you were okay. right. right. because, wow. because I was like it's a serious phrase you know and I don't just want to throw it around until I actually feel love for the person and then yeah. I feel now I feel love for you so I say it back oh baby yeah hmm. so I, yeah I find it very easy to fall I not fall in love with people but you know find the goodness in people mm. so for me it's that part that I always focus on and for me that encourages me to tell people that I love them because I went through a phase where I just didn't tell anyone that I loved them. I think everyone went through that phase to be honest. I mean we were just talking about how like um like love like wait the first place that you learn love or the first place that you um experience love is in your family. Yeah. And I think that's I think everyone I mean I can I can't speak for everybody but for me like I think it was only like when I was 18 that my mom finally said that she like loved me like said the word like I always knew that she loved me yeah. but the words never really came out until like when I was 18 and now it's like a constant thing where we actually say we love each other so I think everyone goes through that to be honest but it's on learning a lot of the things that you've learned that are very toxic or learning to like do better yeah, mm. definitely. yeah. I think that unlearning thing is very important because mm. like I was mentioning before in my family we usually say this version of God bless you instead mm. of I love you it's only maybe in like uh, extreme extreme circumstances so like if one of us is living abroad or one of us is doing something like my brother's currently studying somewhere else and like we say a bit often with him because it's like you're far and we want you mm. to feel close to us mm. um, but other than that it's usually like just god bless you and that's like how we end our conversations and that's kind of like our version of i love you but it's not till my cousin who's like about 10 years younger than me who always before she leaves our house is like okay i love you guys bye and it's like i always say it back because it's like this is so sweet this little girl Mm. is putting out her love and i want to make sure that she feels loved back Mm. so i'm always I'm always open to saying it and kind of make it retraining myself mm. to say it because I feel for so long I've like been kind of 
I don't want to say the words because nobody else is saying the words in my house. Mm. So mm. now that this other person, and it's weird because like you're younger than me, why should it take a younger person to mm. bring out back, bring love, the words out back, mm. back out of me? But mm. I think it's very important that she feels that that is love even that is also being said and not just shown and yeah. i'm glad that she says that and like i say it back to her and mm. it was kind of like she's making me aware and realize mm. and that i need to be more vocal about the love that i have for people no one thing i was gonna say though was um how like during the break me and blessing and i were talking about how we have these um we have these preconceived idea of what love should be mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people spend all their life chasing that idea like from romantic books to like films to even like what we even see in other people's relationships or even other family members that we were like oh you know like in order for someone to love you they have to you know put rose petals on the bed for you every day and like <laughs> make you breakfast and your mom has to like you know run to your your accommodation across the the uk to come and give you food when you're sick or something like that oh like all those kind of things we attribute to all those things all, the, mm. all those actions to like love but we also have to realize that love is so unique to everyone like mm-hmm. even in like, speaking about romantic love love is so unique in every single relationship that like the love that you might experience with someone else or your partner will be very different to how other people exp- uh, um, express it to their own partners. Yeah. And I think yeah. we have to be very careful about... Because um, I, I think one thing that one thing that I always tend to see on Twitter is that a lot of people give relationship advice and like say that, you know, if a guy's doing this, or if a guy isn't doing this, then, then you know, you should dump them or they're mm. trash or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. it's also understanding that there are, some, there are certain aspects that are trash and then there are certain things where... It 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 depends on like the circumstance and like the relationship you have with that person. I don't know if I'm explaining it properly, but no, no, no yeah. I get yeah. you. It's okay. just it reminds me of this video that I watched from Vice where it was a BDSM relationship and it was kind of like the girl was his slave but twenty four seven. So it was like you know every time that they went out, she was on a lead with him, and oh, it was like this, wow. it was this kind of dynamic, and you know a lot of people were saying that no, this is abusive, like yeah. BDSM relationships shouldn't always mm. be twenty four seven, it's not good for this person's mentality. But mm. the way that the woman in the relationship was describing it was like she was saying that she wants this because it gives her a control over her relationship and over mm. her body in this way. So mm. the idea of love definitely, as you said, is very subjective. And That is very true. I'm so glad that you just said that the word subjective. <laughs> 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 I was trying to think of, I was trying to think of a way to explain it, but yes, it really is very subjective. And I think it's only just recently that I've actually learned that it is very subjective because mm. I think for me, b- being in a relationship, I think I've had to learn that there are certain things that are not love and there are certain things that are love within my own relationship Mm -hmm. and I think I always because at the beginning I always used to question a lot of things and like say oh on Twitter I read this and like what do you think about it or on Twitter it says that men are this or men are that or girls Mm. should do this in relationship but then the person that I'm with is like nah I don't really attribute to that or that's not really how we are or we're completely different and I think it's learning that you shouldn't let external forces to influence what you have internally with someone Mm -hmm. but letting that fest and letting whatever you have be healthy and experiencing that and loving that and being comfortable in what you have as well and we were talking about even in family members as well i think a lot of people tend to um have this aspect or this idea of how their parents should be yeah but what your parent is being to you it, and, and i'm talking about a healthy relationship with your parents whatever they like how they're expressing their love to you might also be fine as well i think a lot of people tend to demand a lot from their parents and expect their parents to you know be the be all and end all to like their lives but 
sometimes what you have is perfect and some people are not lucky enough to have two parents or even like one who is showing them love mm. so. you just looked at me <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wanted to say something I thought you wanted to say something I thought you wanted to say something but yeah um, I also want to ask you guys um, why like wh- why do you feel that it's easy or it's hard to say I love you sometimes like what? What? What would make it? What? What is it about the those three special words or whatever that makes it hard or easy to say in your experience? The person not saying it back. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and breaking your heart. I love Stopping you. on it. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just my friend that sent that message. Trust me, it, was, it wasn't me. Yeah. Oh, butter, Ooh. butter, butter. <laughs> Ooh, get a flashback. It reminds me of that you. that vine where that guy's like. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like if you're typing it rather than spelling it L O V E, you do L U V. I love you. I love you. Yeah. And I guess it's like for me, I wouldn't really. For me to say I love you to people, it's just to remind them that you know they are appreciated and that they are wanted and loved. Mm. Like this is how I've developed this habit of saying Mm. I love you to my friends so Mm. much because it's so easy for them to forget themselves and Mm. you know to forget their self worth. Mm. And for me, it's like it's not a job, but it's a really good thing for me to Mm. be like I want you to remember that this is how you're felt about. Mm. Um, I think the only times I wouldn't really say it was probably because I was going through my own thing where it's just mm. like you forget to love yourself mm. and then that's when you stop saying I love you because you're mm. you're just kind of like how can I be doing things for so many other people when mm. I can't do something for myself you know what I just also like realized or just came into my mind as you were just talking about like self-love is the fact mm. of like I know I just said that like your family is where you learn love but also equally as well yourself is where you learn learn love Mm. so like Mm -hmm. you need to learn how to love your own self and say I love you to you and like say yes I'm Aladi or Sophie I love me and and I'm gonna appreciate me and I'm gonna you know treat myself very well and I'm gonna you know show myself that I'm worth so much more that's like you showing yourself love and I I think it's what you show yourself is what is gonna come into your life Mm, like you can't hate yourself and expect someone else to come into your life and like um give you, yeah like give, give you all yeah that give love. you give you all that love like you need to be rooted in yourself to the point where like mm. someone can't affect the way that you feel about your own self and as much as yes we are we do depend a lot on like the love that we receive from our friends our families and like in romantic situations you also have to realize that at the end of the day, you kind of you're by yourself. At the end of the day, like you go yeah. to bed by yourself. Mm-hmm. Really <laughs> you know, you, you know, you you do majority of the things, but you think like you're in your mind by yourself as well. Like no one else can come into your mind and be thinking for you. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah something you just said, um, not even something you just said. That whole part you just said is so very true. It's the need to love yourself is probably the most important thing that we should probably mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Like saying I love you to yourself is probably the most important thing because you need to be able to look at yourself or you know maybe just look, look at your hands maybe yeah. you know mm. and just be like this person in this body I love you mm. I I appreciate you you know my favorite Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say my favorite like Bible blessing scripture. was totally in Sorry. her moment. No, <laughs> so no, no, I was gonna say my favorite Bible scripture that I always like, like keeps in my heart is like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, mm. and like obviously I'm fearfully and wonderfully made because I'm made in His image. But I love that scripture of like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Like it's just 
I don't know. It just rounds off. I I don't. I feel like it's like the best self love like scripture you could ever read in the Bible. It's just like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made because like I'm just me and I'm authentically me and I'm just gonna be myself. And I I think there's also that fear as well of um, being authentically yourself in order to receive love because mm-hmm. you always think the way that I am maybe that's not what people will love. Yeah, because you have these preconceived Ooh. ideas of what I know. Oof. I know. Just hitting a lot I know. of points today. I know. Like you have this preconceived idea of what like like who should receive love and it, i don't want to complicate it as well but even people that um will talk about like oh you know people love girls who are looking this way or people like people love guys who look this certain way or who have like a beard and six foot this and that <laughs> but you also have to realize that the way that you are there, there is someone out there who loves you for who you are and it can be yourself or it could be someone else out outside but regardless there's someone out there who will love you for who you are and i think it's a very very scary thing to even think about as well because i think for me you never really you know i mean as much as you do love yourself you never really expect anybody else to really show you that same love yeah and then when you do receive it it's like raw this actually exists like this this is actually something that is actually available in life and and i think i always i think i said like a few weeks ago as well that like i pray that everyone like receives the love that they deserve mm. because it's such an amazing <clears throat> thing and like i think when you have it you never want it to go because it's mm. like not everyone can can experience that mm. yeah yeah like i think that's one thing that i'm very fearful of like the mm. idea of like there's someone out there who will love you mm. and it's like their love for you like aside from like you know your family that mm. will love you unconditionally etc mm. etc et like there's this other person that's out there who will like go to the ends of mm. the earth for you well, bend over backwards for you oh. you know will die for you will kill for you that that for me it's just like that idea that there's someone out there that would do that for me is like is scary mm. but it's just like wow this is how much i'm worth mm. and it's just like it's it's really good t- to mm. remember that but then i'm like Dude, you need to remember that you can do that to yourself as well. Yes, 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 you can as well. And I think people also have to believe that they can actually receive that kind of love because, not going to lie, for me, I always used to think that, oh, you know, when people talk about, like, this person is, like, my ride or die, this person's going to yeah. do this for me, and da, da 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 It's very, like, very scary to hear because it's like, okay, you're really putting so much on the, just that one person. Yeah. But at times, you don't have to put that much on that one person because they're already giving it to you yeah. to the point where you're not even asking for it. They just They're just giving it to you already. I don't know if yeah I want to say more but like yeah yeah no I think it's very important like I've always said to myself that and I think I've always like I've always made it clear that before I can you can always look to somebody to bring you Mm. love and bring you the love that they have for you but you need to make sure that you have that love for yourself Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if you're always looking to outside people Mm -hmm. to fill up that that empty place where you're like I need love I need love then mm. you're always going to be constantly looking in the end it has to be rooted within you mm. and I think it's very important to find that because so w- one day some person could decide to take that love from you and then what are you going to do mm. but obviously that shouldn't be something you feel or feel, yeah. fearful of that doesn't mean you shouldn't open yourself up to people in mm. also um yes uh so guys what are your experiences of love and those uh, three words wow yeah mm. that's deep how deep do you want to get um we can get as deep as you want we, but go we got like we got, <laughs> <laughs> we got like seven minutes so not too deep i was gonna say like atlantic ocean like are we gonna uncover everything and um my experiences of love familial love i think we've grown as a family into it um as parents my parents haven't been the best in terms of like you know providing their affection Mm -hmm. um and it's something that 
I and my siblings have kind of had to teach my parents mm. that, you know, this is not how you raise a child to be, you know, emotionally okay when they're adults. Like you have to give them something back. And um, with my relationships with my siblings, we started growing, as we grew up together, we kind of like realized that each one of us had like a different path, but we were all connected in a very weird, similar way. And with that, we understood each other and like each other's quirks and kind of like passions and things. And then it encouraged us to kind of like be more respectful. And with that, the love had grown. Um, so that was really, that was really interesting for me as a family because you're so used to watching other families grow up mm. and it's like you know the nuclear family mm. where you know you've got your two parents who love you and there's two and a half kids and a half kid. yeah you Wait. know sociology sociology <laughs> yeah. taught you that the nuclear family was typically two parents and two and a half kids and oh you were gosh. like right okay then um and then yeah so this is how we grew up and you know my family's had a whole bunch of mix-ups and weird kooks and everything else mm under the sun and you know for us to kind of come grow up and not turn out as bad as we could have like it presents like a different kind of love for us but in terms of like friend friendship love i've got endless 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 love for you guys oh. like finding yourself the right people to you know that encourage you to grow and be the person that you that you were born to be you know it, it's not hard to find do you think sorry not yeah. too diverse but do you think the reason why we are all able to um like express love to each other is because we're all also all able to be vulnerable with each other and like be authentically ourselves with each other yes. so i think a lot of people don't have the, like are not able to do that in their friendship groups but i think one thing that i always appreciate the most in like our group is the fact that we're all very vulnerable and we're, we're not afraid to like tell each other when we're not feeling good or tell each other worries that we have yeah because of because we know that someone will always catch you Ooh. yeah <laughs> it's very yeah. true yeah no but it's true it I, is very yeah. true yeah um like i've been grateful for my friends that you know they've understood my mental health they've mm. kind of like understood the things that have been going on in my family and they've mm. never been judgmental mm. like there have been i like in chats in our in our group chats and stuff where you know if someone's had sex and it's like talking about <laughs> uh protection wow. and you know just sexual health uh, <laughs> wow. but i mean you know that it's always coming from mm. a good place like yeah. you know they're always fearful for your health and mm. like you know it's not in a place where they're like looking down on you for doing mm. what you've done mm. they're like yeah. we're looking out for your best interest we mm. want you to be okay mm. make like, and you know that's kind of like the friendships that mm. i've loved and like kind of like made sure that i've grown myself around them because without them i don't know who i would be mm. <laughs> honestly that's true mm. that's true i was gonna just read a little bit of so yesterday i did like a little questionnaire on instagram and some of you actually gave us some answers so i asked a question of um like what is love to you and someone said selfless and beautiful uh someone said feeling grounded and free to buy to be my full self around other people romantically or otherwise somebody said warm and fuzzy okay Okay. Oh no, I love that feeling. <laughs> oh, that feeling of love. That yeah, that is, I said that warm is, and fuzzy. I know, I know, you did say warm and fuzzy. Oh, I know, I know. You how my boyfriend makes me feel when yeah. he speaks That's to me. That's so cute. That's so cute. I was saying to Blessing though, like there are times where you don't feel warm and fuzzy. And there are just days where you're just like, okay. <laughs> no, 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 okay. But it's like, I think it's true. It's true. It's like butterflies every single day. But then, I got to lie. I feel like whenever I see like my other half, like oh, the like whenever we are apart, for, 
<laughs> she just said on a half like a cookie oh my god whenever I see my reflection yeah. when, I, when I see like the person I'm with like after a long time it does feel very warm and fuzzy and I feel like mm. that warm and fuzzy feeling goes away and you just kind of feel very comfortable and grounded yeah. and like yeah. content. it just feels like home basically oh yeah. my gosh that, yeah. I love that feeling my yeah it's nice. it's nice I love it's that nice. feeling like yeah. This I, is this is the part where I do the omelade must be nice. <laughs> this is where I be, I'm I'm now I've now turned into omelade. Must, like, be, nice. must, must be, nice. be nice. I can't remember the last time I actually said must be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like happiness yes yeah, hitting. Yeah. yeah, but some and then um I asked the last question of um what are your expectations? Oh wait, sorry, what are your experiences of love? And somebody said um uh, my babe buying me a foot spa because feet because my feet hurt after work okay. and Cute. someone said I was really broke one time and my friend paid for my meal was that, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> stop it stop it <laughs> when did I buy you food? we went to Spoons that time when? there was we a time don't worry, it doesn't matter there was a time you went to Spoons I love food so Oh, yeah. why did I pay for your food? <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's one of her many oh, moments of selfless love acts. Why would I do that? What? <laughs> what? Wow. Okay. No, no, I love you. I love oh my god! You. She's saying, "I love you." Just kidding. I love you. I love you. Just okay. Love you. Well, in the last few minutes, yeah. I think it'd just be good to um, equip briefly shout out a few ways that we say "I love you" to ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. So, does anyone want to go first? Mine, mine definitely is making music and like listening to like self love music. You make or, music? No, not make music, but like making like Spotify playlists. Playlist. Oh, Sorry, okay. making Spotify playlists. So like secret DJ. No, 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 no. Wiki, wiki, wiki. No, and or like just taking a day to just like you know do a face mask or oh or like going to like a museum by myself or like a gallery by myself. Or just like buying myself stuff or like trying clothes on. Like those are like ways and like today, so not I won't say it's so moist, but like Ooh. this morning I like woke up and I tried on like my birthday dress and like oh. I felt so good in you it. Had like a birthday dress. No, like oh, last, last year. year. Oh, that was uh, a nice dress. Yeah, oh, like I wore it today and I was like, I look so beautiful like I feel like I look so different from like last year in terms of like my body. And I think one thing I always struggle with in terms of like self love for myself is always like my body. But like this morning I woke up feeling so great and like after I wore that dress I was like, You're not too bad, you know. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're a sexy one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> She's a spice, guys. Yeah, yeah, you're a spice. The dress was even red as well, so. so yeah. <laughs> it's pepper in here. Yes. Okay. Stingy. Anyone else? I got like a few, um, like about one minute. Oh, yeah. Um, Self-care, really. Just like mm. treating mm-hmm. myself, taking myself to eat, taking mm. myself to see a film by myself, mm. you know, all of that good stuff. Just giving myself time to reflect mm. and think about the good stuff that we love about mm. Sophie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know why I that happened. Why happened oh. either, Alicia. <laughs> um, my, I like Sophie's self care for me because I don't have a significant other. To well, you have me. Ooh. I'm significant. Oh, and I'm this, group, this group is your significant other. Oh my yeah. god! Because I'm the way the white man's world is constructed, <laughs> we are the other. Thank so you. We are, we are significant. Yes, sister blessing. Getting my whole tap on. But yeah, for me, it's just staying in bed a little bit longer than I need to. Oh, that's love nice. That. You know that what? Is lovely. That, the value of that cannot be. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it cannot be paralleled. It's beautiful to just lie in. I did yeah. that this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, that's why I did that this morning. 
happening. House and the time you were meant to be here. Mm-hmm. Oh well. yeah, that was that was funny. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, mine is um, a mix of things, but I think it's a lot of the time just sitting in my room by myself and watching the shows and TV mm. and films that I like because mm. yeah. I love. I like I'm a, I love films and TV and I think just being able to sit and enjoy them is great. Also, Homecoming, Beyonce's live yeah. album. That was my uh, lo- saying I love you to myself this week. Mm. Watch Homecoming, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, for self-love, just going to plug Lizzo's new album. Yes! yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. Okay, we have to yes. go, but yes, listen to yes. that album. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.